0: Welcome to Let's Listen. This is episode 6 of this audio-only Grim Fandango Let's Play. My name is Sam Hillistad, and as always, I will be your narrator. Previously on Let's Listen, Manny and Gladys narrowly escaped from assassins, who were sent by a mysterious crime boss named Hector Lamans. They make their way for the Pearl, a famous jewel in the middle of the ocean, where Meche, supposedly threw herself overboard. Their ship doesn't quite make it to the Pearl before they sink. At the bottom of the ocean, they meet Chepito. He's this strange man who's been walking in circles on the ocean floor for years and has gone quite mad as a result. With the help of Chepito's lantern, they arrive at the Pearl where an enormous octopus is snatching unsuspecting victims out of the water and stuffing them in its submarine. Manny and Glottis hitch a ride on the octopus's sub, which takes them to a factory island perched atop a massive waterfall, which is the edge of the world. There, they finally find Meche. But Domino sneaks up on them, knocks Manny out, and throws Glottis over the edge. When Manny wakes up, he finds out that he works here now. He has two employees, these little cherubs named Pugsy and Bibi, and Mecher works here too, as Domino's secretary. Manny doesn't know what to make of it all. He's trying desperately to come up with a plan to help them all escape. He doesn't have it quite worked out yet, but he goes to confront Domino in his office anyway. Here, Domino is the epitome of devil care. He has his feet up on the table, he's smoking a cigar, he's wearing sunglasses, he has headphones on, and he's subtly nodding his head to the beads.
1: He seems completely unaware of how close I am to escape. He doesn't even
0: notice, Manny.
1: Domino.
2: Domino. He bangs his fist on the desk. Taking your first coffee break already, Calavera? We got a score to settle this scene. You know, if I ever spoke to my boss Hector that way... There's that name again. You killed my best friend, the demon? <sighs> Manny, you can use a demon as a driver, let him carry your messages, let him serve you food. But you can't ever start thinking of them as friends. It's just not natural.
0: Domino is a face of disgust.
2: Why don't you just sprout me like you tried a Puerto Zapato? That wasn't me. That was Hector. He's so unimaginative, just wants to tie up the loose ends, you know? But I believe, however, that you can be rehabilitated through honest work. What makes you think I'm gonna work for you? Well, there's not much to do on this island. If you don't work, take it from me. And think about it. Once I'm gone, it will be just you and Meche alone on this deserted island.
0: He lowers his sunglasses dramatically
2: and winks at Manny. Don't tell me that prospect doesn't appeal to you.
1: I don't plan to be on this island for very long. Manny, I have all
2: the guns, I have all the transportation, and I have all the brains. What are you going to do? I'm taking Menchie out of this dungeon. Manny, before I found her, she spent a year out there in the petrified forest alone because of you. By comparison, I'd say I'm keeping her pretty comfortable here in my uh, dungeon, wouldn't you say?
0: Manny ignores that jab. He's still formulating a plan, so he tries to dig deeper.
2: What are you doing out here on the edge of the world? Oh, I know. I ask myself that every day. But I'm going to train you, Manny, to take my place here running this two bit light bulb factory.
0: Manny's lost. This is all about light bulbs.
2: You and Hector set up a secret hideout to make light bulbs? Oh no, that's just a side benefit. The real purpose is to have a place we can lock up all those old clients of mine. Can't have good people wandering loose in the land of the dead, telling everybody how we stole their double-end tickets now, can we? The truth comes out. You stole all these people's tickets? Okay, how much of this haven't you figured out, Calavera? Kapal would route all the good clients to me after he switched over their tickets to a secret holding fund. I'd cover up the paper trail, and we'd make sure that the pigeon jumped overboard at the pearl.
0: And suddenly, it all makes sense to
2: Manny. I knew it! You were getting all the good clients. I handled them all. Except for Mercedes, who you hijacked for me in that ridiculous hot rod. Which I saw, by the way, last time I was in Rubicava. I tell you, Manny, hot rods like that just don't look safe to me.
1: Domino shakes his head. One ticket for you, one for Hector. How many more do you need? Oh, Manny we never touch the
2: product ourselves we sell a ticket to unfortunate souls unable to lead moral lives because of the crippling amount of cash they were born into but
1: you could just take the tickets and leave today we
2: found a way to make the land of the dead livable why would we want to leave somehow this makes many feel better so it wasn't my fault met didn't get a ticket You stole it. Well, it's your fault she ended up in the forest instead of coming here right away. But I fixed that. Manny's had enough of this. Well, I gotta get back to trying to escape. (laughs) Hey, you do that, kid. Knock yourself out. Manny thinks about
0: leaving, but that arrogance has Manny fuming again. So he takes out his trusty retractable scythe. But Domino...
2: Please put that away.
0: ...pulls out his sprout gun first. Manny retracts his scythe. Thank you. But he does have another weapon up his sleeve. Literally, that tiny hammer from Pugsy and BB.
2: Please put that, that. (laughs) Okay, you can take out the tiny hammer if you want. Manny
0: was hoping Domino wouldn't notice because the weapon was so small, but Domino really is in control of everything on this island. So Manny's only option is to get off this island. But to do that, he's gonna need a weapon. The scythe isn't gonna cut it. He needs his very own sprout gun. He still doesn't know where he's gonna find it though. So he takes the elevator back down underwater. There must be someone else on this island who can help him get a gun. Many steps out of the elevator and into the coral reef that's surrounding this island. It's this bright green glowing coral It goes on for miles as far as the eye can see, and everywhere Manny looks there are people mindlessly chipping away at it with their pickaxes, and it dawns on Manny that these are all people who had their tickets stolen. These are all good people. These are all Meche, and they all need to be saved. Well, maybe not everyone. It's Shapito and he has some power tool.
1: torpedo Huh, who?
0: Not a pickaxe like everyone else.
1: Oh, you is it? Why, I oughta look at my eyebrows.
0: The barnacles on his eyebrows are gone.
1: Well, you really weren't standing in a very safe place. Well, neither are you right now, amigo. Relax, we're busting out of here soon. We, we are done traveling together. I work solo, my friend, and I walk alone.
0: Chapito's using this supercharged power drill that's almost as big as he is. Nice drill. He looks at Manny like he said something stupid.
1: Drill? This here is a cordless high-speed reciprocating chisel. And look, it's a bust-all. They usually don't give these to the new guys.
0: Manny inspects it.
1: How'd you get a bust-all? I'm connected. Plugged in, and I had some booty to trade. Trade's the name of the game out here in the big reef. That gets Manny thinking, booty? Where'd you get booty? It's all over the ocean floor. Jewelry, precious coins. You people and your fancy boats never know about it. Cause you just never stop and look.
0: Manny figures that maybe booty is his way off this island.
1: Give me some booty and I'll buy our way out of here. I traded it all for this beauty. You traded jewelry and precious coins for a power tool? It's a bust-off. But maybe he already has some booty. I want to trade something. Well, you came to the right
0: place, sonny. What you be needing? Before getting down to brass tacks, Manny makes a joke. A drink. <laughs>
1: Ah, We're swimming in the biggest drink there is. Drinks aren't a hot commodity down here. Sorry.
0: What he really needs is a way out. A boat.
1: There you go again with the boats. You know I don't like them. Why do you have to needle me? And then he gets existential. My friend Gladys to be alive. What? What happened? He went over the edge. Oh, stay away from the edge, I tell you. It's dangerous. I've seen whole ships go over in my time. Their engines in full reverse, trying to drop anchor but the current you can't fight her so stay back
0: then manny remembers what mecho wanted a
1: gun Ooh, that's gonna cost some what do you got on you
0: he rifles through his own pockets
1: my scythe you'd be willing to part with that uh no when you got something worth trading come see old chapito he'll do your right why i oughta now
0: manny doesn't want to do this but the booty he has and the booty Chepito may want are those silk stockings.
1: Hey, Cheppy, check out the hosiery. Chepito gets a glint in his eye. Say, these are real silk. Where'd you find them? I've been wearing them the whole time. You too? Well, then, here's your new best friend. He hands him a gun. Ah, my first Sproutella gun. Is it loaded? No. Man, he shoots him a look. Hey, bullets are hard to get. So he goes back to his bustle.
0: <laughs> now, that gun will certainly come in handy but Manny figures that to escape, that
1: bust-all could really come in handy, too. Yo, Pito, have you ever seen an authentic little chipper? A little chipper? No, I haven't, but I'd sure love to give it a test drive. Manny hands him the tiny hammer,
0: and he starts chipping away with it. Say, little chipper, you're okay. He puts the bust-all down and just keeps using the little chipper. Gonna see Miss Liza. So Manny takes it for himself. This little trading session has Manny feeling pretty good about his odds again. He swapped some singed silk stockings and a tiny hammer for an authentic sprout gun and a bust-all power tool. He takes the elevator back up, and with this upgraded arsenal, Manny makes his way to Mecha's office to plot their escape together. Mecha's right where he left her. Still mindlessly sifting through paperwork and smoking
1: cigarettes Manny walks up and hands her the gun Here, what good's a relationship without trust? She takes it True, a relationship without trust is about as empty as a gun without bullets She turns yes, the gun on Manny smart girl always keeps an extra round in her hat for mad days Come on, let's go Mitchy. You don't know what you I know exactly what I'm doing. Now move! With
0: the loaded gun trained on Manny, she moves him to Domino's just office. just
1: listen to my escape plan first?
2: Trouble in paradise, kids? You're letting us go right now, or your boy Friday here gets it. Well, I hate to see you go, Manny, but, uh, the lady seems to have made up her mind. I'm serious. I'll shoot him. Fine. He really doesn't work for me anyway. <sighs>
1: but I thought he... I'll shoot you then.
2: No. You she won't. pointed a at Dom. You're too good, remember?
0: But he takes her. I'm
1: not, I'm not good anymore. You've Domino taken grabs out Meche
0: me, me and drags in her here. inside. Manny hears like something crack. large being shut. I'm and Domino returns.
2: <sighs> Kid's alright. <laughs> She's a firecracker. But a night in the cooler usually dampens her fuse. Well,
0: that escape plan didn't work so well. He lost the gun and Meche's locked away somewhere now but he doesn't have to go far to find her.
2: I promise I won't pull guns on anyone anymore! It's coming
0: from her office.
2: I'm sorry I didn't trust you.
0: There's this big, vault-like door.
2: Is there anybody out there?
0: Which is a perfect chance to try
1: out his new bust-all. I'm in here! Ah! There's a small explosion. Must have hit a major circuit. Bebe! Hmm, but it looks like I've exposed the guts here.
0: The vault door is still sealed shut. But that small explosion opened up a hole where Manny can see some of the inner workings of the lock.
1: Must be a combination lock, but there are no numbers on it. Poor Don was never good with numbers. He can see the tumblers to the lock.
0: And lucky for Manny, he's had to pick a lock or two in his days, so he knows what he's doing. And his tridenture method, of course, is to use the blade of his scythe to move the tumblers around basically like a giant lockpick. Thankfully Domino doesn't come back to see what all the fuss is about while Manny works on opening the vaults. He doesn't really seem to care at all to be honest. Eventually Manny gets the tumblers to line up just right. He carefully opens all the tumblers with his scythe
1: and
0: then he tries turning the handle and the vault door swings open. Manny retracts his scythe and walks in.
1: All right, Mitchie, you can come out now. Mitchie? But she's nowhere to be found.
0: It's just a small room full of filing cabinets and shelves with paperwork. Manny inspects one of the files.
1: Looks like years and years of coral harvest reports. This can't be what this secret safe is meant to hold.
0: And then the door to the vault shuts behind him.
1: Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, Raul. I am so, so sorry.
0: Manny starts to feel claustrophobic, and he does not like it. He keeps searching the room, and he finds this huge suit of armor.
1: Man, people in the old days were huge.
0: And it's holding this enormous, sinister-looking
1: axe. This must be the big chipper.
0: Manny makes a mental note of it, because it could come in handy soon. But for now, it's his side that he meets again, because he sees this mysterious indentation high up on the wall that looks like a button so he presses it with the side and a second door opens
2: manny i knew you would why is that door
1: closed uh it was the only way i uh, uh the wind oh
0: <laughs> she's not particularly grateful because they're still stuck so she goes back to this second secret room that she's been in and manny goes to follow her
2: Hey, this is my room. Go use up the air in your own room.
0: Her room looks a little bit like a bathroom. There are blue and white tiles all over the place and a bunch of pipes and plumbing.
1: Thanks for not shooting me. Look, I'm sorry. I should have trusted you. It's just that the past two years have been pretty tough, you know?
0: There's also a huge pile of suitcases that look sort of familiar to Manny. What's in these cases? Take a look. He opens one of them.
1: It's all the double-end tickets Hector and Dama stolen over the years. Each one stolen from a good soul, and now they just sit there. That's it. What? They just sit there. That's what's been bothering me. In the days when I was a hot salesman, I used to see double-end tickets all the time, and they move. What do you mean, they move? They become agitated around human souls, and the ticket that belongs to you will actually fly into your hand. But these tickets, and the tickets in that suitcase of Charlie's, It's like they're dead. Why would Hector and Domino be hoarding cases of counterfeit double-end tickets?
0: The plot thickens, but Manny doesn't have time to worry about this second conspiracy. They need to escape. So he looks at some of this plumbing.
1: That home plumbing sprinkler system looks like it's about to fall apart.
0: There are these pipes on the ceiling and they really do look pretty rickety. So he takes out his scythe yet again, which has been coming in handy lately, and he slashes the pipe.
1: Now, all we have to do is wait for the room to fill up and we'll just float on out of here.
0: It creates a small puddle.
1: Well, this is disappointing. Not to me. We don't float, remember? Manny gets sopping wet.
0: He needs a new plan. Maybe there's something he can use back in that suit of armor. The big chipper, for instance? But first Manny turns the water off. Thank you. The puddle drains, and it drains all down to this one panel in the floor. And Manny gets
1: another idea. You look like you could use a nice ocean cruise. Still my travel agent, eh?
0: He's cocky that he can get them out of there now, but he'll still need to find that ocean cruise ship. First things first though, he goes back to the suit of armor and picks up that axe. And it is heavy he drags it back into the second room and lines it up right over the panel where the water drained out of. He lifts it up as high as he can, and then he drops it. The panel shatters and reveals a tunnel just big enough for the two of them.
1: After you. What about the suitcases? Forget them, they're counterfeit. They wouldn't fit through this hole anyway. Let's go.
0: So they jump down and
1: land out on the beach. So that's step one. Okay, you get the kids, and I'll meet you back here with the boat. What boat? Well, I'm working on that. Okay,
0: Manny. She rightfully doesn't feel very confident in Manny, and internally... Where am I going to get
1: a boat? Neither is he. (sighs) I bet Gladys would know.
0: Now, Manny has wits. There's no denying that. And his charm has gotten him out of a situation more than once. And his sheer ingenuity and grit have been instrumental in getting him this far, plus he's had this whole cast of characters helping him along the way. But the one character trait that's helped Manny more than anything else on this journey is his luck. And now, Manny gets unbelievably lucky, because as he's strolling the beach, reminiscing about his old friend. He peers over the edge of the world, down this massive waterfall into the abyss, and he sees an enormous cruise ship dangling. It's tenuously attached to their island by what appears to be its anchor, which is this huge chain. If Manny can just find a way to bring it up, then they're saved. But when I say tenuously, I mean tenuously. Uh oh. It is swaying in the wind, the waterfall is beating down on it, it looks like it's gonna snap at any moment. So Manny doesn't have a second to spare, he gets to work trying to find a way to lift this ship up. Now, this being a factory island and all, there's all sorts of heavy machinery that might be able to help Manny out, including this impressive looking crane with a hook attached to it. So he maneuvers the crane and drops the hook down so that it can link up with the anchor. But to do that, he's gonna to need to climb down the chain with it. And when he gets to the ship, he spots a familiar orange lump.
1: Gladys
0: Another stroke of
1: luck. You're okay. Well, it hurt a little when I hit, but my head cracked open an aft panel here. I gotta tell you, Cárnal. I thought you were dead. Oh, Manny, I've been having a great time. Listen. I ask you, is there an engine that can resist the love that's in these hands? Apparently
0: not. Manny inspects
1: the ship. I think this baby's our ticket out of here. Oh yeah, good point. I was just wrenching it for fun, but your idea's good too.
0: The ship's still gonna need a little bit of work to get up and running. So Gladys stays on the ship, while Manny links the anchor and the hook and climbs back up. So now that they're firmly attached, like those little red monkeys that chain together, Manny uses the crane to raise the cruise ship, with Glottis still standing on it. And it slowly crests over the edge of the waterfall, and Glottis lets out a triumphant roar. Yeah! Metch is there to meet them.
2: Gladys, I'm so glad to see you.
1: Aww. She gives him a hug. I can't believe you got it to float. That was the easy part. The trick's gonna be busting through that big coral reef out there. Bust through a big coral reef, eh? Okay, give me a minute or two.
0: Manny starts thinking. <laughs> but the kids, Pugsy and BB, are there now. Playing tag.
1: <laughs>
0: and Manny can't concentrate. So he walks to the other side of the beach where he inspects some additional machinery that's just laying around on this factory island, including this machine that looks sort of like a medieval torture device. It has these two huge cylinders with ominous looking spikes coming out of them and they're rotating in on each other. It looks like it could do some serious damage and it might be exactly what they need.
1: They must bring the core over here to be crushed. Either that or these are the biggest, meanest looking hair cutters I've ever seen.
0: Manny still needs a way to detach these hair curlers from the machine that they're in, but luckily he still has that bust-all power tool. It works. The hair curlers pop out and Manny barely has to do anything.
1: I can see why they don't give these chisels to the new guys.
0: Many waves Glottis over so he can check and see if these will work, and Glottis gets a huge smile across his face.
1: Oh yeah, this will do just fine!
0: He hooks them up to the front of the ship, and they go crashing through the coral reef.
1: Works like crazy! Full speed ahead!
0: They do make a quick pit stop to pick up the coral miners, though. Meanwhile, Domino's still listening to music without a care in the world. What? Until he sees a pillar of smoke in the distance. Oh. And on the ship, Manny and Meche finally have a quiet moment.
2: So are you really going to bring me back and try to get your old job again?
1: They're standing close. There's no job for me now except to bring you and everyone else here to the end of the road. But they get a little closer. But if you aren't going to use me to get your job back, why did you spend all this time trying to find me?
0: Closer still.
1: Meche, I... I needed to find you.
0: But then... Domino's submarine crashes into their ship. He climbs out of the top, looking furious.
2: I gave you one job, Manny. And look at you, already screwing it up.
0: He opens his scythe. <clears throat> Manny jumps down on to the top of the submarine.
2: I suppose you realize that this is gonna go down on your permanent record.
0: And they get ready for a duel. They're standing on top of the submarine, which is being powered by Domino's pet octopus. The cruise ship is in hot pursuit. Manny takes out his scythe. Ah! He swings, but Domino dodges expertly.
2: Woo! This doesn't look good for the kid. Look, Dom, I'm not gonna work for you. Oh, don't worry about that. You're fired. Just consider this your severance.
0: Manny swings again. Domino blocks and shoves Manny back. It's
2: not looking good. What are you doing away from your desk anyway? I'm sending this Domino back to the bone pile. Manny lunges wildly. Gosh. Domino easily blocks
0: and punches him as a counterattack. Manny bends over in exhaustion and pain.
2: Smart strategy, always let your boss win. You know, your name is Domino, but you're really just a pawn. Please, save the comic book one-liners for when you're winning.
0: Manny tries another attack, but he's too weak to get through Domino's
2: defenses. Just like with your selling, Manny, you got a weak attack and no follow through.
0: Manny's going to have to outsmart him if he wants to win. So instead of attacking Domino again, he swings his scythe at the octopus. He stabs it right in the eye, and it flails in pain and starts sinking. The submarine stops, and the cruise ship is coming straight at them.
2: I don't believe you, Calibera! You're losing a fight, so you pick on one of my pets!
0: Domino knocks Manny to the ground.
2: Why aren't you more like me, Manny?
0: Domino doesn't see it, but the coral crusher on the front listen. of the cruise ship is coming straight for him.
2: Attitude. Just look what could happen to you!
0: tears him to shreds, and it's about to do the same to Manny, but the Angelitos, Hugsy and Bibi, lift Manny up and fly him safely to the deck of the ship. dozen of the coral miners are walking across a frozen tundra, clearly exhausted. They're all wearing winter gear now, fur coats and warm hats. In the distance is what appears to be a beautiful Mayan pyramid. As they travel closer, they see train tracks running into it. It must be the number nine. It took them four years, but they made it to the end of the line. At the top of the pyramid, there's a man in an ornate headdress.
2: Name? Pugsy
0: steps forward.
1: Pugsy Peligiano, sir.
0: He checks his hmm. notes.
2: Waiting room number two. Next.
0: But then, Gladys starts to sway, and then he collapses.
2: Gladys!
1: falls off the edge. Glottis!
0: It's a really long fall.
1: Gladys? Where'd you go this
0: time? And he survived worse, but Manny has a feeling, that this time might be different. In fact, he starts to get a bad feeling in general. They've made it, sure. But what about everyone back in El Maro, under the iron fist of this Hector Lemans crime boss? What about Sal and his revolution? What if Gladys isn't okay? No, this is far from over. Manny has unfinished business in the land of the dead. You're listening to episode 6 of Grim Fandango on Let's Listen. Manny's fulfilled his promise. He got Meche and the Angelitos and even all those miners to the gates of the ninth underworld, the land of eternal rest. But all is not well yet. Domino's gone, but his boss, this Hector Lamans, we keep hearing about, is still out there. Hector's the one behind this entire conspiracy, and as long as he's calling the shots, Manny and his friends and the entire land of the dead will never be safe. Next time on Let's Listen, we'll find out what's wrong with Glottis, and something is really wrong this time. And we'll see what Salvador and the LSA have been up to in their fight against Hector. That's right, I won't spoil how it happens, but we are heading back to El Maro to see Sal and Eva again. If you like the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts, and remember to subscribe. You can also follow Let's Listen on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, where I post screenshots and concept art to help you visualize what all these ridiculous characters and settings actually look like. And finally, tell a friend about the show that really, truly helps more than anything. Again, my name is Sam, and this has been episode six of Grim Fandango on Let's Listen. See you next time.